Today's On Shuffle episode is brought to you by Belvedere Vodka. Produced in one of the world's longest-running distilleries, Belvedere Vodka is the world's finest all-natural vodka. Crafted by a collective of master distillers, Belvedere Vodka is made with non-GMO Polish rye, pure water, and no additives. Zero. Zip. Recognized for quality, Belvedere Vodka was named the ISC World Vodka Producer of the Year in 2015, 2016, and 2017. Thus... We're very excited to have Belvedere Vodka as a sponsor of On Shuffle. Enjoy a delicious cocktail with Belvedere Vodka today. And remember to always drink responsibly. Welcome back to On Shuffle. I am your host, Micah Peters, and I'm a staff writer at The Ringer. Great website. Beyonce and Jay-Z dropped a joint album, Everything is Love, over the weekend, and... Much like Nas, our release schedule is all the way messed up. But we have an extra episode for you. I'm going to be breaking down the album with writer and Beyonce expert, Bolu Babalola. Let's get into it. Beyonce and Jay-Z have fixed their marriage and completed three albums about doing so. Everything is Love dropped out of nowhere this past weekend, and it's not the first time Beyonce and Jay-Z have made music together. You ready, B? Let's go get Yeah, I'll fuck up a good thing if you let me. Let me alone, Becky. But never before the two collaborated on a full-length project. They sound happy, healthy, rich, and thus out of fucks to give. But now that the noise has died down around it a little, it feels safe finally to ask, is it good? And who better to help me determine that than someone I sort of Twitter know? Writer and Beyonce scholar Bolu Babalola. She literally wrote her master's thesis on Lemonade. And she just happened to be at the crowd at the On The Run 2 tour stop in London on Saturday when Everything Is Love dropped. Bolu, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. So, I mean, like, set the table for, tell me, like, just walk me through it. How did it happen? Yo, it was electric. So it was the end of the show. And my friend and I, my best friend and I were in the kind of the general admission, which is the funnest place to be, right? Because you have the most space to dance and you're like right there in the middle of it. So the energy was eclectic, electric already. But it was the mm-hmm. end of the show. They just kind of closed. So people were kind of like starting to go out because, you know, wanted to avoid the stampede. And then all of a sudden we hear Beyonce's voice saying, I've got something special for you guys tonight. And I like, so my friend is kind of really like responsible. <laughs> Let's get out safely. I speed <laughs> back. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I run back. Like, I, I mean, haven't ran since I was 15 years old and I had to <laughs> for school. Um, uh, and I didn't, I, and she gives me energy because I wasn't even out of breath. And I had been dancing for like an hour. Like, and then you just see ape shit and ape shit comes on. And I automatically um, recognize as Louvre 
from when I went there one time um, on a school <laughs> trip. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this bitch is in the loop. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally, like, I'm literally screaming. It was incredible. And the thing is though, like, so my best friend is black. We're black mm-hmm. women. Um, we were in London, you know, the, we were surrounded by, let me just say, not many black faces at that point. <laughs> so okay. what it was that, what it was is that like, I'm just like, these black people in the Louvre, black people are taking over the Louvre. Like I'm freaking out. My best friend's freaking out. And these kind of white people around us like, oh, this is cool. This is cute. Like, this is like, oh, she's got a new song. Whereas I'm like losing my mind. Right. And- okay. So like to just to interject for a second here. Okay. The apeshit video that it was yeah. basically the, the single that preceded the, the joint album, everything is love. Yeah. And but I didn't know the- that at that time. So I yeah. just thought it was a new video, but I didn't know it was like, that was an album dropping. Right. And the music video starts with, I mean, and this is going to sound like, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but if you've ever been to the Louvre, <laughs> you know that if you go to see the Mona Lisa, there's a massive velvet rope that yeah, kind of like right. makes you stand back like 30 yards and they are right up next to it. That's how the video starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, like, I'm hyperventilating, but the video is one thing. The music, I used to start screaming like, Beyonce's rapping, Beyonce's rapping, it's finally <laughs> happening. And I start dancing. Like my best friend and I just like, the thing with Beyonce is that it takes you a few seconds to step into rhythm, to get into formation, if you will. If you excuse me, excuse my pun. <laughs> because you're like, the music just speaks to you. So we're dancing like we've heard this song like a million times before. Like we just automatically just fall into step, fall into beat. And like I said, we were like the only black women there at that particular area that we were standing in. So we were taking over that space. Like Beyonce was taking over Beyonce and Jay-Z. I always forget that he's part of the whole deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Beyonce was taking over the loop. It was an incredible moment. Like I felt electrified. So I like, immediately tweeted about it and then as as i was going home i realized that the uh the album had dropped so i didn't sleep till like 5 a.m it was like oh, 11 so you point. didn't see the, the the chiron that was like over the stage that said album out now like no i, feel like- I don't know how i missed that because like mm. i was like i think it was so much the, it, the video ended and then i was and my best friend was like okay we have to go to avoid the stampede so i think i left just before that banner came out or maybe just maybe it was then I just was looking at the screen and I was so maybe you were so enraptured. Yeah, you were. It yeah, was. I was just. I was genuinely enraptured. Like I cried. I cried like six times during that show. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly. So. Um. Right. But there was an album, and that uh, ape shit. The 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 beat beneath it was uh, produced by Pharrell. It's this really like yes. energetic electric type yes. deal or whatever. And I mean, like, there's. There was apparently this morning, I don't know if you saw, there was a Migos reference track kind of floating around and then it was shut down immediately. Really? Almost kind of yeah, like, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like you knew it had to be one when you heard yeah, Beyonce yeah. rapping about, you know, get the fuck off my dick. And also like, I'm a th- like, she's a thought that you claim. I was just like, okay, That's where is it? Beyonce yeah. cussing, man. Oh my gosh. I love to hear that queen say fuck. It feels <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, electrifying. Yeah, uh, but let's talk a little bit about just everything is love generally. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
it kind of like is the final film in a couples therapy trilogy, right? I know. And I feel like I've seen a couple of things that people felt like it, they were kind of disappointed in a way that because they were like, oh, what's the lemonade? Was this part of this whole redemption, like redemption or re- reconciliation of love? Like it wasn't a standalone thing. And people were kind of disappointed that it was part of a trilogy rather than its own standalone piece of art. But for me, it doesn't really detract from Lemonade at all. Um, I think it kind of, in a way, enriches it because Beyonce is human. Like, that's what it, this is what this album said to me. Like, she controls her own story. There is no kind of medium. She doesn't give interviews. It's straight from the source. So I personally think that it's a really uh, powerful iteration of of kind of agency for her to speak about okay this is what I went through this is the pain that I went through and this is how I'm coming out of it like a boss bitch still and yes I still love my husband now what are you going to do about it and um I kind of really respect that yeah I mean mean, like and they did kind of so uh the most recent collaboration they had I think was uh, Family Feud on Jay-Z's yeah. album. And I mean, like, her vocals just kind of, like, adorned it. Like, she, and, you know, like, she also had the call and answer on the what's better than one billionaire two thing. Yeah. But ape shit, I guess, in, in a way, is kind of what reconciliation looks like. Uh, like, yeah. the music video was, <sighs> I mean, like, what was your favorite part of the music video? Okay, so she's in all white. And I think, I can't remember what the name of the statue is, but she's kind of writhing and, and thriving. And like her, the, it's like, she's basically in this massive duvet and she's like <laughs> making these really jerky, these jerky, chaotic movements, but they still it's look really graceful. Yeah, it's definitely the most memeable moment of the video, I would say. Yeah. There's already a bunch of people, like, I mean, I, like this morning on the on the way, walking into the podcast studio was laughing at something about this is what you look like trying to fold a fitted sheet. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it, and I mean, it is really vis- visually funny. But I also, in those movements, like, I really feel like, okay, things are out of control, but she's still in control. Do you know what I mean? And even like, I love the visuals of her smirking at the camera and Jay-Z smiling. I just feel like that was a really like, you know, we've made it through and we're rich bitch. Cause a lot of, I think a lot, there's, there's like a lot of kind of temptation to look really, really deep into things. And I fall into prey with that a lot. Cause I mean, I wrote a whole thesis on lemonade for my master's. So that's kind of my temptation, but also I feel like this is just them being like, look, we're rich as fuck (laughs) and we're having fun (laughs) yeah and I I like that yeah but uh like yeah it's definitely just kind of the album has this feeling overall of like we made it out the other side and we're stronger for it and it's relatable even if you can't relate to spoiling your significant other with you know, like by literally changing the weather, as Jay-Z says (laughs) uh, on on, uh, one of the later songs. But let's just talk a little bit about Beyonce the rapper, really. This isn't the first time we've seen her. Even like little things like on Kitty Cat and like Beyonce the rapper is always existed you gonna this you was just a hot mess 
but I think that I'm glad that we're seeing all of her now and where I feel like she's at her most powerful and she's grown, you know? She has so much more to say. So there have been, I guess, rapping cadences in and around like Beyonce projects, right? There might be like one or two songs, but the first that was actually a real like rap record was in 2013 when she put out that SoundCloud Lucy uh, Bow Down I've Been On. I've been on, uh, yeah. Fast forward to now, and she outwrapped Nas, basically, yeah. <laughs> over the weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what was your what was your favorite Beyonce verse on this album? Okay, so I really love Nice. And it's like, it's not even like, for me, it's not even the lyrics, even though the lyrics are like, I love on Love Happy, where she says, you fucked up the first stone, so you have to get a new one. Like, I love that. But mm. it's nice. It's the way she growls and the way she snarl, snarls her words feels so powerful to me when she's like, I'm so nice, Jesus Christ. Like, she's just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> sounds so, like, overwhelmed. She just feels like shit. Like, I, I really am the shit. Like, she's, <laughs> she's feeling herself, like, optimum feeling herself on this album, I feel like. And I think it's because she's, and she makes it clear that Jay-Z had to earn her, earn her, back like it wasn't the fact that okay I forgive you like she literally says like I left you like I this was ready to be done like but I feel like this is about her a reclamation of power and it's interesting because I feel like a lot of people think that taking back a cheating partner is a sign of weakness so I feel like maybe she felt like she needed to reiterate her power for people who got her fucked up like don't don't get it twisted I'm still a boss which she literally has a track called Voss. So yeah, yeah, like you said, it's like a Beyonce album with Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like, but you also, I mean, like in her, in on some real rap shit, took a couple of jabs uh, yeah. while she was rapping. Uh, like there was one about the mistress, like you said already. Yeah, um, yeah. She had the line about Spotify. She was like, if I give a fuck about streaming numbers, I would have put this on. Yes, I loved that line. Mm, yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> because I mean, it's... Like, even though it's, it's on Spotify now. <laughs> well, it is. But I mean, like for the first couple of... Like it dropped in the it middle of so a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. it was just kind of like, we, you are going to come to us wherever we're at. That's exactly. That was basically what the entire thing was. And the thing um, was like, she was right. Like... I mean, she doesn't really, for her, it's about the art at this point, about her being um, kind of true to herself. And even away from her, you know, talking about her personal life, even the blackness, like she's always been black. It's always been infused in her music. But now she's, it's, she's leading with that, if that makes sense. She doesn't need to like, it's just there, right there. Like, I mean, we saw it with Beachella, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, she's speaking directly to her audience and, um, going back to her marriage, she's speaking directly about her marriage to the people that she knows that her fans hate Jay-Z. I mean, even Jay-Z even says, you know, to the haters, forgive me. Like, <laughs> he knows that. Like, I, I honestly kind of feel like Jay-Z is earned his, was trying to earn his wife back. But also he knows that his wife doesn't come alone. It's mm-hmm. almost like trying to like, you know, if your your girls or your your friends like boyfriend fucks up and he's like she takes him back and the boyfriend also has to try to earn the respect of like the friends again the friends back yeah I, exactly yeah, i feel like jay-z also like was putting in work in this album to try and do that as well never knew a lo- 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 love like this gotta be special for me to write this queen i ain't mean no 
disrespect. But the way I network, it's hard for me to connect my first time in the- Also, just, you know, good morning to the way that Beyonce says down on 713 and to oh, no one oh. else. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you were saying about the her direct allusions to their almost dissolved marriage, like on Love yeah. Happy. He went to Jared, I went to Jaw out in Perry. Yeah, you fucked up the first song, we had to get remarried. Yo, chill. We keeping it real with these people, right? Lucky I ain't cute nah. when I'm at that. And it's just kind of like they're talking about their marital troubles very openly over the dinner table to whoever might be listening. Very openly. And with humor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's funny. And that's what I think is so important. Like, Ape, like the whole album, it could have been this whole, like, they had that whole sincere moments in like Lemonade and uh, 444, even though I literally, I only like kind of skimmed listen to that because I wasn't really interested. <laughs> so I kind of heard like the, the standout tracks from it. But from for this is really like a celebration. So they're talking about it very candidly and with humor and like not really taking themselves so seriously because they've yeah. had all that serious stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but let's talk about the overall feel of the album, I guess. So mm. this is my this is what it felt like to me because it did yeah. feel like a, sort of like a minor. It felt more minor than it did like a massive event, really, to me. I don't know. It sounded. It, it almost feels yeah, like a mixtape that sounds best in an expensive foreign car. Like, would you say that yes, that's accurate right. or <laughs> like something? Yeah, it's really like a South of France album, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the very first song, uh, Summer, is just very, like, it just has this very languid, lazy, like, sex in the mid- middle of the afternoon feel to it, I guess. Let's make love in the summertime, yeah. On the sands, beat sands, make plans to be in each other's arms. Yeah. It comes out and announces itself as, like, guys, we're back together and we are on our second honeymoon, basically. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very much like kind of like an aspirational album, which is weird because it's, it talks about infidelity. But for me, I think this is talking about like grown black love. Like, you know, we've been through some shit, but we've exactly we've been through some shit. And now we're come out the other side. And Beyonce even says, I can't remember, I think it's Love Happy where she says we're still growing. We still got some ways to go. But this is where we are now. And I was talking to a lot of my friends and they were like, oh, I hate Jay-Z. But like also this makes you want to like fall in love and like <laughs> real experience, like real love. And I find that dichotomy really interesting because you have that kind of infidelity, but also the fact that whether you like them, like like respect that she's talking back or not, or like Jay-Z or not, you can't deny that these people are genuinely in love. They genuinely love each other. And it's a deep love that's like oh, going to grow love. Um, and it feels like a really happy celebration of that. That's what the album feels to me. Like it doesn't feel like... You know how Lemonade was like this huge, sweeping, powerful, punchy statement. Like every song was that. This is like, like you said, really languid. And it's almost like they're like, they're relaxing into themselves now. They've gone through the storm and now they're just like enjoying each other. Summer looks like, looks like those pictures that came out that I guess that got leaked last week. Look, Mm. I guess, where where Jay-Z's kind of like got the, got the nappy fro. Right. You know, like burning one down in bed and it Beyonce's honestly, reading makes, the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you want to like lie on the beach with a boo. Like it's just one of those, it's just one of those albums. 
Um, I really, I think it's a solid album. Um, I think it's kind of like, okay, the end of a certain chapter or era. And now that Beyonce is going to like do her own thing now, but I feel like they just wanted to, it's kind of like a closing of a musical era for Beyonce. I think like this is the time. Yeah, it's the end of a saga, you know? Yes, like it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, but let's go back to friends for a second. Yeah. Where like uh, Jay-Z says, uh, I ain't going to nobody nothing with me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire yes. I'm dying, nigga, I ain't leaving. Yeah. Who do you think that that's about? I wonder. <laughs> um, I just think take a wild stab in the dark. Kanye West. Uh, just, mm-hmm. a, just a guess. <laughs> I think it was about Kanye West. <laughs> um, maybe wrong. Yeah, because um, he did say that he felt hurt when uh, when they were going through. So Beyonce, and for a little bit of context, Beyonce and Jay-Z's first on the run tour was kind of... I, I, would you say hobbled by kind of like TMZ press releases about yeah. maybe Jay-Z is cheating with this, that, and the other thing and whatever. Yeah. And like they were having their own marital struggles. And around that time, Kanye yeah, and Kim like, Kardashian yeah. got married and mm-hmm. Jay-Z didn't show up. And and uh, when Kanye had this uh, recent two-hour interview with Charlemagne, like he said that it hurt him that Jay-Z didn't show up to the wedding. And... He's just like, you know what? If you're you're not a real friend, if you can't understand that I'm trying to save my marriage so I don't have time to come to yours. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think they handle it really classily as well, the the Carters, because I mean, I just I feel some type of way about Kanye just talking about like his really close personal friend, like somebody that you called a brother that you literally dedicated like a song to. And talking about your intimate, like, it's like, you don't, you just don't do that. And I like the, I respect the causes for like always keeping it cute. And if they want to say something, they say it through their music. And I think that like Jay-Z is very, like, doesn't really talk that much about Kanye. So um, I like, I like that little kind of reference where it wasn't like, it wasn't even like salacious or like even insulting to him. It was like, look, this was what it was. Yeah. I, like, but Keeping it cute, I think, is a good way to describe a lot of the things that happened on this album. Like, Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is like, remember when um, Beyonce was in the elevator? Well, obviously, everybody remembers that when she was in the elevator <laughs> and Salon was like kicking Jay-Z's ass. And then she like just gently like tugs her gown from the scuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like, I feel like that's emblematic of like how Beyonce deals with stuff. Like, or how they, and like broadening out maybe how they as a couple even though I really think that how they as a couple handle stuff is is sourced from how Beyonce wants to handle stuff, you know? And I feel like she just keeps it like, okay, I'm just going to handle this, how I want to handle this and um, control it. Because she's like, I'm going to, like, there's cameras right now, so I'm going to, like, keep it cute. But later on, she was like, um, in the flawless remake, she was like, um, of course some shit goes down when there's a billion dollars in an elevator. Like she'll address it when she wants to address it, you know? <laughs> there's a billion dollars and four great albums in an elevator, apparently. Right, right, um, exactly. Iconic elevator action. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, like okay, so now that we've kind of said what your favorite Beyonce verse is, you said it was mm. the one on nice. What yeah. is your favorite overall song? from the album uh i think in my i mean it's really easy to say ape shit but mm-hmm. it still might be nice 
Yeah, I nice really, is, it's really, really nice. Um, I love the line. I can't even remember what song it is now. Where she's um talking about uh Rumi and Solange. Is it nice? Where Rumi and Solange and Blue, and she's saying that um I'm gonna leave my clothes blue, and it's because she's gonna look so litty. Everything's gonna be vintage. Yeah, there was a yeah. that was um I think that was on seven one three. Seven one three sounded like an homage to home, and she just Beyonce is like the, obviously the biggest superstar in the entire world and she still really feels grounded to me like she is weird this is dichotomy like she's filming a whole video in the Louvre but for me she feels also it seems that she's very connected to home well yeah I mean and- like these are all things like like I was kind of saying a little bit before where it's just kind of like even though they are in you know nude suits and you know, like gowns and v- Valentino slippers in the Louvre, they also still have a significant other that gets on their nerves a lot and exactly. hurts them in very in very personal ways, and they have to get over that. And that's something that everybody can get you know relate to, I guess. Exactly. Um, everybody and like like I said, they they're almost conversational. I mean, they don't. They don't alternate verses in this in this album. They share verses, and I think that's really like symbolic of okay, we're gonna we're doing this together. It's a combination of like melding who they are, who like their experiences um, as a couple and as individuals, and just putting that together into this this album. Would you say that this is the best collaborative album that's come out so far this year? Like, I mean, because there was. Well, in the recent run of collaborative, like, hip-hop R&B projects that have been coming out over the last couple of years. So there was, like, thinking about, I don't know, Double or Nothing or yeah. Super Slimy or Kids See Ghosts. This, I mean, like, is this up at the top? This has to be at the top, right? It is. and But also, like, I'm so biased. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But maybe I this cannot, is maybe like, not the right so person to, ask. to answer that question. So of course, I will say <laughs> it is because um, just because ugh, I just love it so much. Just because it's so personal and it's just so I don't know. It's it feels really as much as like it feels like okay, black opulence, black excellence. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. like they are re- there's so much braggadocio in this in this whole album but it also feels really really relatable and also like i'm a huge romantic huge romantic mm. and you know i may not have forgiven jay-z completely but who are like the album's like who am i to forgive jay-z like it's about beyonce and also jay-z earning her back like what mm. i like about this album is like i really feel like jay-z is kind of like almost groveling like he's just like there like to support like he's she's the queen and he is the consort like he she is the she's the president he's the first gentleman or whatever like it's it's really like that and that's what I really enjoy about the album and I love I mean the album's called everything is love and I'm a romantic and I love love and I just <laughs> like the idea and as much as it's like you know it's aspirational these people are two very very wealthy individuals they have all the resources to make it work and they have children um and it's I mean, very like they've like- even referenced like on the album about like that uh jay-z line about where he says um people on the internet call me dad you know yeah. like it's 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 very it's very they're very aware of their cultural relevance it's so it's so many of it is so like tongue-in-cheek and i love it um 
And that's why we like it. Then kind of like before it was kind of a uh, schism between Beyonce and kind of audience. Not that she wasn't ever personal, but it was just kind of like, there wasn't this kind of access that I feel like we have now. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's an access. It's kind of like a controlled access still. So it's like she's mm-hmm. controlling her narrative, but we still get some insight into them as human. Mm. Okay. So while we're, you know, in the process of wrapping this up, I want to ask, I was going to ask where this slots on uh, Jay-Z's discography, but I feel like that's not especially <laughs> important to you. And since yeah. you kind of low-key have a degree in Beyonce, since you wrote your <laughs> thesis on Lemonade, where does this slot in Beyonce's discography? Oh my God, this is so hard. Um, this is something that, you know, like I have a chart and I it changes every, like every single week. Right. So, because I mean, like, there's there's some part of you that would just love the the most recent thing because it's the most recent thing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would want to say my favorite right now, like today, is Lemonade, um, and then I might put it just below Lemonade. Okay. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Sec will be second to last. And I think, yeah, it'll be second to last. Right we've, we've moved so far, so we moved around a lot. It's so difficult for me. It's no, really, it's, really difficult for me. You know, that's but, um, totally yeah, fine. But the reason for that is because of Jay Z, really. <laughs> like, there's a lot of Jay Z. That's the only reason. Like, if it was just her rapping, and like, I'm still waiting for a solo rap If you didn't feel as though, like, Jay-Z was being forced onto you. And then yeah. I, and like, would I really be... feel this like, oh, like my aunt's just like keeps on bringing her like annoying husband like to dinner. <laughs> and it's like annoying <laughs> to me. And he's like always trying to be nice to like his niece and nephews and like, giving us money. But it's just like, you still cheated on her though, bro. Like, like, you know, sometimes he's I'm like, still doing, talking like, too really... much about his job and yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And like, sometimes I just like, honestly, this is like not an exaggeration. I just be doing like normal everyday things. Like I'll be washing dishes <laughs> and I'll just stop and think like, Jay-Z really cheated on Beyonce. Like <laughs> this guy really cheated on Beyonce. Like it's so, still like, as much as I'm like talking about the album, it's still like, for me, it's like, this is a part of me that has to shut down, like try not to comprehend, try and comprehend the fact that he cheated on her too much because it just, it just stops me from processing anything. So okay. like, so, okay, but let's just circle back around to the thing that you brought up earlier, where it's just kind of like Jay-Z had to kind of win Beyonce's friends back, so to speak. Did he win you back on this album? Wow. Long (laughs) pregnant pause. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So actually I was saying to my best friend when I went to the show that he kind of not won me back, but I was like, Oh shit, I really, you know, I kind of forgot that I really liked Jay-Z before this whole thing. I know it's a show, but then you also see how she looks at him. Calls him beloved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, she really loves this dude. And like, it's really like, once the person that's actually in love, you know, has forgiven that person, then you're like, you're not forgiving anybody. Just kind of like, no one cares. (laughs) Like, you know, (laughs) know, she's happy. 
you know, they have three beautiful, gorgeous children. They're a family, black love, you know, prosper, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is, you know what? That's good enough. That's a good enough answer for me. Um, (laughs) What about you, though? What about me? What what about me? What what about me? Did did you forgive Jay-Z? Have you forgiven Jay-Z? I was close to forgiving Jay Z towards the end of 4:44. So really? I mean, like, See, it's, I didn't even it's listen not... to that one because I was too mad. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's I. It's again, I kind of agree with you. It's not really for me to forgive, you know. Like, but this yeah. album is cool. I enjoyed it, um, and, and you know, like, there's a strong chance that I'm going to forget about it in a month, but. Mm, I do. Exactly. It's like not one of those. It's a nice summer album, I think. Yeah, it's a lovely summer. It's a it's close to a perfect summer album. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, Bill, I have one thing to say was about the Black Queens line. It was basically about how he was saying, um, I think he was on seven or three, I can't recall. Um, about, you know, shout out to the Black Queen for rescuing us or something. Oh, that's what and, I wanted to ask. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. That was kind of like don't, yeah. don't don't make them do all that emotional labor, man. Right. It's so it's like, okay, yeah. so who is rescuing us? How are we <laughs> knowing love? Like, because yeah. if we're rescuing you and showing you love and teaching you what love is, how are we like who's giving us love? Do you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. felt to me like it's just an iteration of something that should not be put out there. Like just love Beyonce and just say love and that should be that. <laughs> like love her properly. <laughs> That's not a love letter, like to say that we have to like suffer. Like, can you just like not make us suffer? <laughs> that would be really great. <laughs> uh, it would be. It would be. But yeah, cute album. <laughs> but yeah, cute album. Cute album. <laughs> wow, that is that is uh, Bolu's concise review <laughs> of the new Everything Is Love album. Thank you so much for joining me it today. Is. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And that about does it. Thank you so much for listening. Special thanks to Bolu Babalola for joining me. Shout out my producers, Agi Ashagre and Zach Mack. Don't forget to check out our playlist that we will be updating every week with the songs that we're listening to. A link to that is in the description. Also, check out my colleague Rob Harvilla's piece on TheRinger.com. Great website about the ripple effect of a Beyonce surprise drop. And please rate and subscribe if you like the show. We'd really appreciate it. I'll be back on Wednesday for our regularly scheduled episode. Peace, stay black, etc., 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 etc. We out! <laughs>